Hello and welcome to another edition of Chesapeake Hockey Week. I'm your host, Scotty Waz. How are you guys doing? What a what a lovely time. Hopefully my Canadian friends had a good Thanksgiving. That was Monday. Had a lot of turkey. Uh, you know, piled on Hockey Canada. And then away we went. Uh, here we are, back at her again. A ton of hockey to show. We've got a couple showcases. We got some college hockey. Stevenson back on the ice. And of course the players. Talk about all that. But let's get started with the uh, Team Maryland. Uh, they were up in Holladell for a nice little Eastern showcase. It was uh, them, the New Jersey 87s, and uh, a couple other teams. <laughs> so um, I think it was them, the 87s, and uh, ProTech, and I want to say Philadelphia HC, but I'm not entirely sure because who needs research? Uh, uh, we'll get to them right now as uh, Friday... They took on the 87s and a very tight checking game, a very evenly matched between these two squads. We saw this at the beginning of the year, too, um, as they faced off, you know, really two solid teams going up against each other. The first half of the game, uh, nothing show for it. 16 to 14 were the shots. Uh, Maryland and New Jersey kind of keeping it keeping it close. Uh, Cameron uh, Carroll for New Jersey was solid. Colin Berkey for uh, Team Maryland was very solid. So it goes off into the second frame. Second half happens in 10 seconds. Or, 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 uh, I forget. It's t- they only count 25 minutes half. But anyway, early on, a redirect in front by Jules Jardine puts Team Maryland up uh, one to nothing. That's Jardine's second of the year. Matt O'Donnell with the assist. Sean Donahue with another assist. Twos across the board for goals and assists on that one. But just a scant minute and 13 later, uh, New Jersey gets on the board. Kyle Fulkerson. Throws it on and away it is. It's in the net. It is uh, one or one up for each side there. And then a minute and two seconds later, New Jersey kind of puts it away. Adrian Sanchez throws it up in front. It gets past Berkey. That's it. Team Maryland tried to come back, uh, you know, out shooting the 87s the entire game, but could not get the equalizer in this one. They dropped this one two to one. Berkey with 28 saves in this one. Solid showing for him uh, going forward in this one. The the, uh, Team Maryland has two solid goaltenders in net between Berkey and Lincoln Crosby. And speaking of Crosby, he got the nod in the ProTech game. Not the best outing for him. Not the best outing for the team in general. Uh, ProTech kind of on top of Team Maryland uh, late in the first frame. Team Maryland tried to get things going in the first. Had, uh, Had a lot of sustained pressure. Uh, nothing to show for it, but late into the uh, first frame, Jacob Gakes for ProTech puts it home, his sixth of the year, uh, and that makes it one nothing ProTech. Second half happens, and then Maryland, again, trying to get things going, putting offensive pressure on. They were the uh, they only had the one power play, couldn't show uh, anything for it. Moving the puck around good, trying to get shots on. Uh, Alexis Giroux was solid in net for ProTech. Protech then late into or middle part of the half. Uh, Graham Broadfoot puts one home, his sixth of the year, to put Protech up two to nothing. And then icing on the cake on this one is Tanner Conter, uh, his second in the empty net. And that's all she wrote on this one. Crosby with only 19 saves in this one. The defense was keeping Protech out by and large, but bouncing pucks in front of the net and uh, just awkwardness. Oh, just just awkward plays. Maryland couldn't do much with. And there we are. It's three 
Cobb in that one. So not the best showing, but tight games, and that puts them at fourth right now in the division. They are uh, five points out of first place and three points out of third in this uh, least amount of games played, oddly enough, Team Maryland. They only have played eight games so far, four, three, and one on the year. They've got a busy week coming up, though. Uh, they got three games in uh, in a, about a five-day span. Friday, they take on New Jersey uh, at the uh, at the Piney Orchard Ice Arena, and then Monday, Tuesday, they'll be taking on Apple Corps up in New York, uh, so they will be on the road again for that. We will see what they can do to bounce back. We'll see what goalie uh, can, uh, you know, what the goalies can do, what the offense can do. I mean, the offense really kind of shut her down in this weekend. I mean, only one goal in the two games. Previous uh, previous six games, they're averaging three goals a game. So it's a situation now where they got to find a little bit of offense uh, and then kind of boost off what they had in the Worcester showcase and you know get that offense back because that offense was pumping. They were firing all cylinders. So it's just a matter of finding what that offense can do against interdivisional teams uh, and uh, make it work from there. We will set sail. Ha-ha. <laughs> Punt. I'm terrible. Naval Academy, they were uh, they were ready and go, willing to go trying to get their first win of the season. Uh, it's a team that's kind of last year had the same kind of fate where they were just a little bit, uh, you know, shaky to start with. I mean, last year, of course, injuries reared their ugly head um, to begin with and, of course, some sickness. But they are not down with the sickness now. They're just trying to find their first win. They had Delaware in town. Home-and-home uh, home set started off on Friday. And uh, frantic pacing in general. 48 seconds in. Brian Ostrander for the uh, Blue Hens gets him on the board. Uh, his first of the season. And Navy down in a hole very, very quickly. However, they would come back as uh, John Mullen. Just about halfway through the period. Let's a wrister go. Kind of squeaks through the pads. Squeaks through the pads of Griffin Inglacius in net for Delaware. Goes in his first of the year. Patrick Laughlin. Third assist, Michael Rokovich, his fifth assist, and we are even at one apiece. Delaware was uh, kind of controlling a little bit, tilting the ice in their direction just a bit for the first frame, getting a lot of shots on. Patrick Meckel will uh, put Delaware up with under three minutes remaining, his first of the year as, uh, yeah, Delaware up two to one. But, hey, 31 seconds later, Navy no quit in them. A big rebound in front finds Evan Adams stick. A big move down the wing by uh, Nick Allen. Nick Allen just had a nice little dipsy doodle around there, pushed it to the net, bounced off. Rokovich had a shot, didn't go, but Evan Adams cleans up for his second of the year. Rokovich's second assist of the night, sixth of the year. Nick Allen with his fourth assist of the year. They go into the locker room tied up at one. Uh, and Charles Darby was fantastic in the sec- uh, in- throughout the entire game. I mean, Delaware was pumping shots on. Uh, Delaware's got a potent offense. And they were showing it and putting it on display this weekend. Uh, and, you know, Darty was solid on Friday night. I mean, he withstand, withstood a lot of the pressure, was able to keep Navy in this. And in the second period, he was rewarded in the middle of the frame. Rokovich decides, hey, he wants a goal. Uh, just kept the, po- uh, the puck in, took a shot, redirected it. Anders Galbrinson with the uh, the shot from the point, tipped him by Rock. Rock was the third goal of the year. Galbrinson with his first assist and Nick Allen, a second assist of the game, fifth of the year. And then Delaware just trying to tilt it, trying to get that equalizer in there. Doherty with some big, big saves in this one uh, down the stretch, able to keep it in in the third period. Uh, John Mullen 
late in the game with just 44 seconds remaining. Uh, odd man rush, tap in behind the goalie. That's all she wrote. Mullins, second of the game, second of the year. Jagan Naudial with his first assist, and I believe first point in college. So shout out to there, uh, to, to Jagan there. And, uh, yeah, we got a 4-2 Navy win there, first of the year. Doherty with a uh, 38 save showing as uh, Navy gets their first win of the season. No rest for the wicket. Quick turnaround as they go up to Fred Rust Arena and have to take on these Delaware Blue Hens once again. And Delaware getting the better of it. And Delaware, again, showing that potent offense. Um, 21 shots in the first period, two of them going in. Uh, Ryan Loopty at 10.55 gets his first of the season. And then a minute four later, Ryan Rodriguez with his third of the year puts on a, a display for Delaware up two to nothing very quickly. But Navy gets uh, gets the rest, get a little bit of the, the cobwebs shaken out, and they get going very early with two goals in the first five minutes of the second half. Uh, getting going with Dane Smolter. Just a point shot through traffic, getting all the way through for his first of the year. John Mullen with the assist. Michael Rokovich, his seventh assist uh, this year. And then just uh, minutes later, just before the five-minute mark, Jack Burke gets in on the action. Own rebound in front of the net, picks it up his first of the year. Justin Carl uh, with his third assist and Mullen with his second assist of the year and of the game. But uh, try as they might, Delaware keeps going a, a uh Power play just in the middle of the frame, and uh, boom, Brian Ostrander, his second of the year on the power play, and Delaware goes into the locker room up 3-2. to two. Navy would get one back again, early shooting, uh, early things going for the uh, midshipmen as Matthew Cho just gets a redirect off a of Delaware uh, body in front for his first of the year, Porter, Mar- Porter Markle. And uh, Jay Gunnadial with the assist on that. And, uh, you know, Navy trying to get the equalizer there, but the offense for Delaware just a little bit too much. The legs just a little bit, uh, a little bit going a little bit faster for the Blue Hen. As Dom Guido scores his fourth of the year, 621 in the third. And the Delaware offense just kept clicking, kept playing keep away. Navy could not get the equalizer. And that's all she wrote on this one. They are down four to three. On the weekend, Charles Doherty, again, a 47-save effort for his troubles in this one, despite getting the the, the L in this one. A solid performance for him. Could have been a lot worse uh, if he was not back there, uh, backstopping the midshipmen. But the midshipmen now, they will take on Pittsburgh, who come into the McMullen Ice Arena. And, of course, this time last year was kind of the turning point for this team. Uh, beaten up, bruised getting off to a slow start, and then they, after their Pittsburgh series, when they were down to, I think, 13 skaters and a goalie, they turned this whole thing around, and this could be a turning point for this team as well. We will have to see what they can put forth against Pittsburgh, uh, and hopefully the uh, Naval Academy midshipmen can get uh, the other mids out there, cheer them on, get this team going, get a little get a little chutzpah going for this team as they look forward to uh, you know the big crunch ahead because ECHA play just about to get going here the bulk of their schedule is going to be conference play coming up so they're going to have to bear down and get ready if they want to get into the uh not only the playoffs but have a fight to try to get the nationals again too towson university were on the road on friday night 
and uh, they took on the College of New Jersey, and uh, interesting game overall. Uh, I think it was uh, Towson, you know, kind of uh, kind of started to feel themselves and get things going towards the second period. First period, however, uh, TCNJ they were get, they were getting going. The Lions were throwing a lot at. Uh, at uh, Dan Ludwig, Dan Ludwig equal to the task in this one, however, fending off 14 shots in the first period as we go into the second period tied up at zero. Towson getting into it in the second period, though, shaking off those cobwebs, uh, really putting a lot of firepower on to the uh, to the TCNJ net, but uh, the Lions would strike first. Logan May, his third of the year on the power play, Gets the TCNJ up one to nothing, but that's where it all stopped. That's when Towson started to get going. Couldn't see most of it because they don't have a replay of the game for some reason. In a span of 12 seconds, Towson goes up two to one. First, Zach Wagaman, his first of the year from Sam Rudnick uh, and Frank Megan. And uh, then, boom, like I said, 12 seconds later, Sam Rudnick gets his first of the year on the power play. Megan on the assist, his third assist of the year, second of the game. Towson up. 2-1 to one going into the third period. Then the power play took over. An unusual amount of power plays that Towson had in this one. Uh, but it gets started 340 into the third frame as a power play goal. Just working it around. Just a rebound in front. Dylan Ballas with his first of the year picking up that loose change. Got Jack Callahan, Jack Callahan and uh, Jay Harwood on the assist on that one. That was just about five minutes late. Justin Brown just takes over the show as he gets one on the power play. Just shoot. Shoot, shooting it right through, working around the point, finds him, he rips one. It is now four to one. Towson, and then a minute and one second later, Brown, his fourth of the year on the power play, or not on the power play, as just perimeter movement around, rips one from the top of the circle, and that is his fourth of the year. Jay Harwood with uh, the assist, and Drew Lustig on the assist on the first one, Jack Callahan and Sam Rudnick on the second one, and that's where we lie, five to one, Towson. Gets a victory over the College of New Jersey. Dan Ludwig with 29 saves in this. Towson getting in there, ready to go. But they travel back home to Mount Pleasant for Saturday's game against Temple. And get off to a quick start. 20 seconds in. Justin Brown just rips one from the point. Off the post and in. His fifth goal uh, of the season. Third straight combined in the two games. And Towson is up one to nothing. Jack Callahan on the assist there, but no rest for the wicket on there. Right off the faceoff on the power play, Temple gets one back. Ryan Bachuski with the goal, and we're all evened up, not even a minute 30 into the game. lot of neutral zone play, not a lot of shooting in this one. A lot of fracas going on, especially in the middle of the frame, including uh, Justin Brown getting a unsportsmanlike, a 10-minute misconduct for shooting the puck after the whistle. Then Jay Harwood got a five-minute uh, five-minute major for interference on the same call. So I guess the Brown was the frustration for that. And then towards the end of the frame, just a big fracas as Derek McKee gets a game misconduct for uh, a face mask on Ian Stonefeld of Temple, and just a whole hubbubaloo going on. And then there's other sportsmanlike conducts after the fact, and just a whole helly, a whole holy hell of things. In between that, uh, Malik Lansdowne gets a power play goal for Temple. They go up uh, two to one, and that's where we sat. Going into the second frame. You know, not uh, not a lot of fireworks after that one. Things kind of calmed down. More neutral zone play. But then a deflection in front uh, just after the power. Gives Zach Chase on his uh, first collegiate goal. Elabu. 
as they tie the game against Temple. Drew Mercy or Tyler Mercier with the assist on that one, but only 34 seconds later, Joe Stilacco for Temple puts one home, three to two. Nothing going for uh, Towson after that. We go uh, three to two into the break for this one. Temple gets two goals early in the third. Alex Maglio with his first of the year, and Brandon Barrett with his first of the year in the first seven minutes of the show. And uh, Temple up big on this one. But Towson getting a little bit of breath after the halfway point. 13:51 in the frame. Justin Brown, his second of the game in front of the net. Just a nice little deflection after a center pass uh, from Zach Chason. That's his sixth of the year for Brown. Second assist for Chason. And then, lo and behold, 11 seconds later, Jay Harwood wants to get on the action as a top of the circle rips one, his second of the year. Dylan Ballas with the assist, his second, and Drew Lustig with the secondary assist, his third of the year. But Temple gets one, uh, gets one right back. Not even a minute later, Brandon Barrett, his second of the period, second of the game, puts Temple up two once again, and then Ian Stone fell with 40 seconds left, his first of the year. Uh, and there we go. That's where we go. Seven to four for Temple University. The Owls take this one as Towson splits. Towson will now take on George Mason. Only a Saturday Saturday game, I think. Yeah, Saturday game at Mount Pleasant. So if you can get out to Mount Pleasant, go ahead, check it out, show your support for your squad out there. Flipping over to the D2 scene, we'll start off with the Maryland Turpins, who had a, a game on Saturday night. Uh, against Delaware, a 4-0 victory for them and a nice emergence of a star in this one. A, a kid who is kind of ripping things up right now uh, for the University of Maryland. We'll talk about him in just a second. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about him in a second as well. As, uh, yeah, Maryland takes it 4 to nothing over Delaware. Starts off with Max Noonan on the power play, working around the perimeter. Rips one blocker side for a power play goal. Maryland up one nothing. After one. Second period didn't yield much. Delaware trying to get back on the board, but Alay, we went into the third period. Andrew DePoy with a breakaway goal. A nice little move. Puts it home. And uh, Maryland up two to nothing. Not long after that, uh, Trevor Drake gets the uh, goal on a beautiful 2 on 0 with Noonan. And uh, boom, three to nothing on that. And then a power play goal late in the third period. DePoy gets a rebound off the post and in the net, and there we go. 4 nothing for Maryland. A couple controversies going on between Maryland and Delaware in this one. A couple of goals waved off, kind of a non-interesting calls, I would say, for the refereeing, and, and we'll go into that into the Sunday game for Maryland, what happened there uh, with that one. But, uh, yeah, Maryland on a high, and they uh, travel to Stevenson. And Stevenson on a Saturday night. They had a game of themselves as well. They took on the uh, Drexel Ice Dragons in this. A tough one. A tough one for Stevenson as they dropped this one 6-2. to two, And not a lot to show for it in terms of the video. The direct, Again, kind of like how uh, College of New Jersey just, uh, just abandoned their uh, web feed. This one only got through the first period uh, for Stevenson in this. So uh, get started early. Drexel get on the board 231. And Michael Conley, his first of the year. And then three minutes later, less than three minutes later, John Conley gets his first of the year. The Conley brothers getting things going, putting Drexel up early in this one. But less than a minute after the second Conley goal, uh, Zach Garneau shot on goal, tipped in front, bouncing around, 
And there he goes. He puts it in for his second of the season. And Stevenson gets to within one. They start working the puck a little bit more. Start getting a lot more on net. And it pays off as on the power play. Uh, Dylan Jenks gets his first of the year just diving for this one. Uh, making sure that he gets everything in there. Uh, centers it in front. Gets a nice little diving goal. His first of the year. Anthony Charamante with an assist. And Nick Hoover with the assist. Putting Stevenson tied up at two. And that's where we went to the first intermission. And that's where the feed died, unfortunately, here. Drexel gets two in the second. Steve Basin, uh, Basin, his second. Michael Conley, second of the game, second of the year. The Drexel up four to two. Stevenson comes out quick in the third, making sure they can try to claw back into this one. Uh, it works a little bit. Power play near the middle of the frame. Chris Robinson, his first of the year from Jonah Carlson and Gavin Kane. And then uh, Chris Robinson gets his second goal of the year. Aiden Hamilton on the assist on this one. Two Chris Robinson goals in uh, four minutes. That gives Stevenson a 4-4 tie game in this one. But just under five minutes remaining, Michael Connolly completes his hat trick on the power play. Puts Drexel up by one. Tony Tuzo with the uh, another power play goal with 2.59 remaining. And uh, that puts Drexel up 6-4. Anthony Chiamonte with his third goal of the year with one second remaining, was not enough time to get things going. And Stevenson, unfortunately, dropped this one 6-5, to five, though a big comeback for them. Sage Deneau, 23 saves in the defeat. And Stevenson then has to travel back home where they take on the Maryland Terrapins. And this is where it all comes down, ladies and gentlemen. And, you know, Stevenson kind of fueling off of a little bit of spite, I'm sure, from their trip and a little bit of energy. They get out to a big lead in this one. Starts off 155 in. Bryce Darty with a little squib shot. Kind of gets deflected by a Maryland defender, I think, in net. Gets past Aiden Jones. And uh, it's one nothing Stevenson very early. Then Maryland on the attack. Maryland was big on the attack in this one. They were, they were out shooting Stevenson for most of the first period. They had a lot of uh, sustained offensive zone time in the Terrapins end. But... On the power play, though, Brendan Jesse gets a tip in on front off a Zach Garneau shot, and in the net it goes, Jesse's first of the year. Then an interesting situation with uh, under two minutes remaining. Maryland's on the power play, working the puck around. Brendan Jesse comes in on a break and throws the puck on net. The puck hits the post, goes out, whistle blows, thinking maybe it's for a tripping penalty, maybe it's for a penalty shot. Who knows what's going to happen? The refs call it a goal. Clearly on the Maryland Hockey Network feed, they were right there on the goal line. You can see the puck hitting the post and going out. At no point did the puck go in the net, but the referees call it. Brendan Jesse is second goal shorthanded from Chris Robinson on the assist on that. And it's like, okay, well, all right then. Aiden Jones gets a bad beat on this one. He is out after the first period. Eric Brinberg, er, Eric Bernberg goes into the net uh, in the second frame overall. And I just want to just say this at, at right now. Jonathan Vitti for Stevenson, he should not go unnoticed. He had a hell of a game facing a barrage of shots from Maryland, and he played very strong in a net. Um, things kind of got uh, – the second period kind of got a little wacky for Maryland too. As uh, Max Noonan on the scene again, uh, he gets his fifth of the year. Uh, just a rebound off a uh, Trevor Drake uh, shot in front. 
he gets his fifth of the year. Andrew Muirhead, uh, his fourth assist. Trevor Drake, his third assist. Then Noonan, literally nine seconds later. Well, by the score sheet. Yeah, nine seconds later by the score sheet. Uh, lo- loose puck in front of the net. Just picks it up at the top, like around the top of the slot. Rips it home. He makes it two to uh, three to two on this one with his sixth of the year. Maryland fighting back. Uh, Stevenson fighting back too. Very evenly shot second uh, second period there. 17-16, Maryland's in favor of that one. Matthew Kravinsky with his first of the year as uh, he puts one home, just a tip in front off a uh, Andre Baz uh, in front in net. Uh, shot on net. I can talk. Uh, under five minutes remaining, ties the game up. Third period, very neutral, neutrally present, very Switzerland period as uh, not a lot of shots on. 7-6, Stevenson, but nothing going between Bernberg and Vitti. Uh, and we go into overtime. And wouldn't you know it, Max Newham finishes the hat trick, uh, comes on in, rips one from the slot, his special area, 4-3. to three. Maryland gets four unanswered goals, comes all the way back, and they win this one 4-3 in, yeah, in this one. I'm just going to say in this one a couple more times, Scott. Jeez, it's like you had a procedure done today and you're still under anesthesia. Eric Bernberg with uh, 25 saves, 25 for 25. Perfect sheet for him after uh, the rough start for Aiden Jones. Only three saves on six shots for Jones. Jonathan Vitti, 39 saves on 43 shots for Stevenson in this one. Stevenson right now scheduled to take on Stockton University on Friday. It also says they're scheduled to take on Maryland again. I think that changed. I think that was the one uh, when Ryder couldn't come to down. That, That game got switched. No confirmation on this one yet. Uh, Maryland's schedule is as such, and it looks like it hasn't changed. It looks like it looks like it looks like they're going to take on Stevenson again this weekend. Okay, all right, that's fine. So Stevenson, Maryland, round three, coming at you once again. Uh, that will be at the Gardens Ice House, though. So they got that, and then they take on Stevenson again once more in a month, and then that's the series they have for them. So. Uh, Stevenson, Maryland, that's Maryland's only game. Stevenson takes on Stockton, then Maryland again. Uh, if you love inter- interstate matchups, this is the series for you. Uh, Stevenson, you know, got uh, got taken taken to the shed the first time against Maryland. Then they played tight, uh, played very good in the first period, and then the second period kind of got away from them. I mean, these, these two teams can hang together. So we will see what happens in the third installment of this matchup this coming weekend here. Shifting over to the Naval Academy women's program as they go up to Delaware. And uh, they had a nice little mini showcase for themselves between them, Liberty, Buffalo, and, of course, Delaware uh, in this one. Friday, Saturday, Sunday set. And uh, Navy getting off to a really quick start in this one in their first game against Liberty on Friday. Chris, uh, Tina Cronello with the power play goal at 534 in the first frame on Friday. Lauren Power with the assist number ones across the board on that one. Then uh, less than four minutes later, Grace Casey gets her first of the year from Krista Wheelock and Marguerite Schillinger. Navy up three or two to two to nothing, soon to be three to nothing after Lindy Lindsay Beich with her first goal of the year. And she's gonna be she's gonna be one to watch for this Naval Academy team this year. As as I'll as I'll start to describe later on in this whole situation, this show, whole showcase here. Liberty gets on the board with under five minutes remaining. Sarah Laporte, her second of the year. But Navy gets it right back. Savannah Holtz with under three minutes remaining. Her first of the year. Wheelock's second assist. 
and then Isabel Crossman with one second remaining uh, gets this frantic first period done with her third of the year for Liberty. It is now four to two going into the break. Navy the lone goal in the second frame as Lauren Power gets her first of the year. Brooke Gautier with the assist. 356 into the frame, and then they hold Liberty off the entire time. Navy was just shooting the lights out this entire weekend. Less the third period of this game as uh, Liberty gets one back, uh, two back in quick succession in the first three minutes and 20 seconds of the third period. Camille Sprung, uh, Spoonagel gets the, her second of the year, and then Breland Anderson, her first of the year, all within a three minute and 20 second span. But uh, Sigrid Schwarzkopf gets, uh, gets Stonewall, becomes a Stonewall after that. And she stops the rest of the shots that Liberty threw at her. 22 saves in the victory as Navy takes game one of this showcase series. Game two in this one. Um, yeah, a little bit of, little bit of uh, another big 4-2 to two, uh, thing going on for the uh, Naval Academy. No score sheet in this one. In any case, uh, Navy luckily on their Instagram was able to put the uh, first period goals on this one. Um, and then and unfortunately... I hate doing this because, you know, I like to give the the due the due respect to all the players in this one, but have to just read off the goals here. Uh Navy goals in the first uh Kirsta Wheelock, uh Michaela Stangle, Tina Cornelio, and Lexi Smith, the first four goals in the first period of play. In the second, Cornelio, another goal makes it five to three uh, as uh, Buffalo gets one there, and in the third period Lexi Smith and Brooke Gautier score goals six and seven, seven to four. The final for this one against Buffalo Navy goes two and zero for the weekend before they face off against Delahoo, Delawat, Delaware, a team they faced not too long ago. Dropped one four to one, I believe last week, in fact. And uh, Navy kind of getting off to a quick start on this one, as uh, they just uh, they're just kind of getting on, getting on, getting on. Uh, Lindsey Beitch scores 650 into the frame. Poked a rebound out in front. Somehow just found the loose puck in a massive humanity. Pokes it in, and uh, she gets an even strength goal. Puts Navy up one to nothing. But less than two minutes later, Samantha Schultz on the power play for Delaware evens it up, and uh, that's where we stand after one period of play. Second period, however, it was all Delaware. They shifted the momentum in a big way, including the first. A uh, few minutes of this period. 114 in uh, Jessica Piantello on the even strength gives the Hens a 2-1 to lead. And then nine seconds later, Cordella Bushi with uh, an even strength goal, 3-1. to And then, hey, four minutes later, why not? Bushi again, 4-1. to Navy down in this one, even though they were kind of pretty, pretty dominant in the shot counter in this one. So interesting to see how they claw back in this one. And claw back they do. As the uh, Naval Academy 406 in, Lexi Smith gets a goal, cuts the lead in half. Marguerite Sillinger on the assist. Then Tina Cornelio, uh, just three whacks in front of the net, three shots for a dollar, is able to uh, get uh, the third goal, get them within one. And then no one team should have Lauren Power. Goes through the defense, just weaving, wiving, going all through there, zigzagging around, puts it top shelf. We got a tie game here with the uh, Naval Academy coming all the way back. And then under a minute remaining in overtime, just as they gave the uh, minute-to-go call because the PA announcer is also doing the play-by-play, which 412 Communications, awesome work for their coverage of Delaware hockey. Um, 
that's why I'm kind of look. I always look forward to when Delaware, uh, when Maryland teams go up to Delaware and play. It's always cool to see uh, their games broadcast and and uh, to see all the stuff that they have on their very professional uh, outlet they have there and professional after they gave the one minute call, gave uh, Lindsay Beich the uh, proper to do as she puts in a rebound off her own shot and in five to four Navy comes all the way back. They sweep the weekend three and zero. And uh, a good, good sign for them in this one. Also, uh, Maggie Colasa with the the uh, win in net. Schwartzkopf getting the night off. Colasa uh, with the uh, the big dubs, and Navy gets a solid effort there. They will take on. They'll be going to Pittsburgh, going up to uh, Pittsburgh to take on the Panthers, uh, and uh, we will see how they fare on this one. Riding a big high on this. Two a uh, couple good teams. Liberty. Uh, Always has a solid program. Delaware always has a solid program. Buffalo up-and-coming team in the ACHA. So a nice little test for this uh, this squad of mids. So we will see how they move on and see what they do against Pittsburgh here. Speaking of Pittsburgh, they made a nice little round in Maryland as they took on uh, Loyola, and they took on uh, the, uh, the Maryland Terrapins first on Friday night in Loyola. Uh, Pittsburgh comes out on top of this one 6-3. No, uh, no, uh, no standings, no nothing. Unfortunately, no uh, game sheet to show for this. So six to three, Pittsburgh wins that one. Then they go to uh, take on Maryland. Maryland the night before, twelve nothing over Georgetown. Uh, Eileen Kilcarry with the hat trick on that one, but Maryland could not come through with the sweep of the weekend. They lose three to one to Pitt. Again, no score sheet on that, no goals or nothing like that. So quick wrap up there uh, for that. Loyola has a couple of weeks off, and they will take on Georgetown University uh, this weekend or next weekend, the 21st. So they have uh, this week off, and then they will get back to it uh, next week because that's how time works and schedules work. Uh, if I keep repeating it to myself, it'll come true. University of Maryland, they'll take on University of Virginia. The Wahoos go into Cabin John and uh, take on the Terps. We will see that one on Saturday at 6.30 p.m. if you're in the Cabin John area. Go ahead and check out your team. Support your local club team. Again, if you're in the Reisterstown area next week, go check out Loyola as well. Support your local club teams, people. They uh, they they love it. They want it. They want more of it. It's great. They they love the support. Um, you know, so give them support for Pete's sakes. A uh, little D three wrap up for you here as uh, we get going uh, going away on the end of the show. First off, U.S. Uh, Naval Academy on Friday night they took on Catholic University. They drop it. Uh, five to three. Tried to get things going with a three-goal third period. Unfortunately, uh, nothing showing on this one. As uh, Catholic gets out uh, quick, Dennis uh, Gennaro the third, seven forty-two on the power play for Catholic gets it on the board in the first. That's where we ended the first, and then late in the set or early in the second period, Daniel Fitzgibbons, his third of the year for Catholic, uh, with uh, only three minutes into the uh, period. Then about halfway point, Janeru uh, the third, his second of the game, sixth of the year. Brendan Johnson gets the game-winning goal under five minutes in the third for Catholic on his first of the year. But Ben Gribb trying to get Navy back into it at the midway point, his first of the year from Luke Gasper uh, as Navy tries to call him back. Fitzgibbons gets his second of the game not long after that. Uh, and uh, trying to stifle everything, but Navy never give up, never surrender. Samuel Zimmerman, his first of the year from Robert Ver, uh, Vedra, his first assist for Vedra, uh, 739 in uh, 
739 left in the frame. And then 17 seconds later, Vedra, his first goal of the year, good showing from him. But Navy could not get the other two to ca- to capitalize. And that's the score, 5-3 to three on this one. Uh, George, uh, George Prelip in net for Navy. Uh, he gets cited with the loss. Uh, he gets 21 saves in this one. University of Maryland, they took on William and Mary in the D3. Uh, and uh, tight game in this one. Very tight game. But University of Maryland dropped this one 2-1 to one to William and Mary. Uh, Joey Gettendorfer for William and Mary gets the first goal uh, at uh, 5.43 in the second period. Zach Brodsky, however, gets his fourth of the year with 90 seconds remaining in the frame to tie the game. But then the game-winning goal came just after the midway point. Robert Bernier, uh, Berner with the uh, goal for William & Mary. That's all she wrote on this one. Evan Jones uh, taking the loss on this one, saving 16 shots on this one. Maryland out shooting William & Mary 39-18. But a collision course happened between these two teams. Navy and Maryland took on each other at Capital One Arena. An unsanctioned of all unsanctioned matches, apparently, as uh, they ended in a tie 4-4 to in this one. Didn't get much of a box score, unfortunately, for this. I don't know if they even kept box scores for this, but awesome experience for those two squads to get to play in the Cap 1 arena, um, especially as a, as a Division Three side of things. Uh, pretty cool experience. Uh, awesome for them to go ahead and get things going there. So shout out to them. And, uh, yeah, we'll get going on what's happening with Navy next. Navy's going to take on, uh, go on a southeastern Philly trip. We'll take on Widener on Friday and then go to my old school for one semester, or for, yeah, one no, two semesters. I spent a whole year there. Newman University in Aston, Pennsylvania, beautiful Aston Township. Uh, not a lot has changed there. So uh, the Naval Academy getting ripper on ready to go. They will get uh, things going instead because they got a lot of games coming up here. They had a bit lull, a bit of a lull to start at the season, just how scheduling works with other teams and stuff. And, of course, they have to uh, make sure they get a lot of uh, College Hockey Federation games in, too, I'm sure, because that's where they're playing at right now. So there's that. University of Maryland, as it sits right now, they're going to take on the Salisbury Gulls on Friday and then America University on Saturday. Speaking of Salisbury, uh, they had a big five, uh, 7-5 win over Newman this weekend on Friday. So big output for them as they get ready to face uh, Maryland on Friday. Montgomery College in our good old Rockville, throw up the rock, uh, had a home-and-home home against uh, WVU, the Mountaineers. They get a 3-1 win on Friday night, but uh, unfortunately fall in uh, in Morgantown, 5-1 to to West Virginia. Stevenson's D3 took on UMBC and then Pitts Johnstown. So UMBC wins in a very, very uh, offensively charged matchup, uh, 9-7 to seven in that one. And then Stevenson, when they roll up to John, uh, Pittsburgh, Johnstown at the uh, Cambria County Memorial Coliseum, uh, they uh, dropped that one 13-2 to a very strong Pitt-Johnstown team. Uh, Loyola went up there the Friday night, took on Pitt-Johnstown, and lost 5-2 to two in this one. So, yeah. Very, very interesting uh, team that Pitt Johnstown has just kind of hidden away up there. So that's your D3 wrap-up on this one. Uh, so if you have any more, again, if you have D3, uh, any kind of, if you're a team, if you're a D3 head, you can go ahead and uh, send some, tell your team to send their score sheets in before Mondays. That'd be nice. 
So, in any case, uh, where are we looking at now? It's the end of the show. What do you think we're doing? We're talking about the players. And while I usually do the, the try to split up the Black Bear content, this is also a content that deals with a Maryland player. Uh, if you want the Black Bear content, that's on, you just subscribe to this feed. That'll come to you tomorrow, Defending the Den. Uh, and uh, we'll talk about this kid as well. But uh, shout out to Mr. Uh, Dimitri Kibru making his D1 uh, commitment. That's right. He is going to University of Alaska Anchorage. He is going to be a Seawolf, uh, Silver Spring native, off to a hot start, 10 goals in 12 games uh, right now, just lighting up the lamp, just finding that offensive spark. Uh, for himself and for the Black Bears and gets himself a nice little uh, D1 commitment there. So shout out to him uh, for that, doing all that. I mean, that's pretty pretty dope uh, to have another Maryland player go ahead and push things ahead in the D1 world. A little bit of rough news is uh, Scott Kremen looking for a new squad. He unfortunately, in the big changes that New Jersey's doing with their team and then having to get under the roster number was... Uh, uh, unfortunately, released by the uh, by the team uh, on this weekend. Tough go about it. Good kid. Uh, we'll see what he can do to land on his feet uh, moving forward in the year. Stephen Holiday having a weekend against Wisconsin for Ohio State. First, getting a goal on Friday, and then getting uh, three assists in a sweep of Wisconsin that Ohio State put forth. Um, so shout out to Stephen Holiday getting his college career and kind of picking up where he left off last year with the uh, USHL in Dubuque. So big, big weekend for him. Uh, good to see him thriving uh, in this one. Cameron O'Neill, shout out to him. First USHL goal against the Omaha Lancers on Friday night. A uh, just He's gotten off to a really hot start too. Had a little bit of a, a lull there after the first weekend. Uh, finally getting back into the lineup. He has uh, transitioned very, very well as uh, he's got a goal and three assists in uh, four games so far, so point-per-game pace thereabouts as he looks to the University of New Jersey Am- or <laughs> New Mass Amherst. Yes, New Jersey Amherst, Scott, you fool. Jared Tenorti seems to have been claimed off waivers. I thought it was first the Penguins, and now it's showing the Blackhawks. I'm not entirely sure, but he's been claimed off waivers for that one and an awesome tale here Adam Vargas signing with the Orlando Solar Bears in the ECHL awesome awesome to see uh, him get another shot one of the good guys in hockey from what has come out in Ottawa and everybody who's uh, kind of you know been in touch it's, it's awesome to see him uh, get another chance uh, in the in the pro game after a solid junior career uh, for himself so might have to get a Solar Bears jersey if he uh, if he rips things up so uh, we'll make sure everything is getting going for that. Goaltending wise, Aaron Randazzo getting two starts this weekend uh, against the uh, against Maine and then against North uh, Notre Dame. Uh, a loss and a tie in this one. Twenty eight saves on Friday against Maine and the four to one loss. And then Air Force uh, ties Notre Dame uh, five to five. Thirty two saves in that one for Randazzo for the year. He's got two in. 0-1-1, 432 goals against, 870 save percentage. So not bad for a freshman to get thrown into a mix like that when you're not expecting it. And his numbers kind of kind of going where we thought they were going uh, and how it trends. So um, solid of him to get some time in net 
and uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what Andrew Takas can do. Uh, he's kind of he's kind of in that limbo state too. A couple uh, of freshmen at Colgate um, for him uh, as the second and third goalies could get some opportunities in net. We'll have to see. Have to keep an eye out for that. But that will come in time. But for now, our time is up. Thank you guys for listening. Oh, hell heck of a lot. Uh, I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Chesapeake Hockey Week on the Faceoff Hockey Show Media Faction, part of Podcast Monsters. Um, Chesapeake HW Pod on Facebook and Twitter. Twitter mostly for game updates and kind of retweets here and there. Um, but a shout-out to everybody who follows there. And, uh, yeah, um, that's it. That's all. We will talk to you guys next week. Until then, play that clutch and crab hockey, and I'll talk to you soon. Peace.